Tim C. Taylor, and I am an author. I'm now about to start work on my 20th published novel, and I write science fiction, space opera, and military science fiction. Uh, my Probably my successful uh, series I've written is The Human Legion. This is the first episode with Tim C. Taylor, creator of the Human Legion universe. Yeah, I mean, I I do conflicts professionally, I guess, in some ways. Really, conflict professionally as a writer or as a? Well, yeah, that's what you, that's what you want. Yeah, right. All right. I, mean, I, I do think that people who uh, who will work with people from different perspectives, as you've described, yeah, uh, and, and, and need to go out and engage and, and do things productively with them, end up as better writers. Yeah, I think I think that helps. Uh, mm, how do I say this? If you can get along with people who you normally can't get along with, I think that shows some kind of maturity of character. And it also probably shows some, maybe you have a vision of how you can, I know it's effort to get along with somebody else who's really different from you, but sometimes it, it, the outcomes are better. So, but you have to keep your eye on, on, on what the goals are. Well, I think if you can understand them, you may not necessarily get on with them, but if you can, if you can understand them, you can understand people. I think that's better than uh, surrounding yourself with people who will think like you do. Yeah, that, yeah, for you sure. You're not engaging with the world, not really. You think you are. Um, oh, this is curious. How do you like to study people? Well, sitting quietly and, and observing. Uh, yeah, I mean, watching people, listening to them, listening to what they say, giving them a bit of rope to uh, express themselves. So, I mean, they can be on the television or in the way they, they convey themselves in, in, in words and essays and columns and things, but uh, mostly is you know, working with them or, or chatting with them. I'm often the relatively quiet one in the back of the group that I'm, I'm paying attention uh, and I'm sort of making notes in there and it all comes out eventually. <laughs> Maybe as part of your creative process, you like to absorb uh, some kind of people dynamics. Do you have a place you go to to do that? No. I mean, I... I've been uh, working, writing, publishing full-time now for 2011, so I am sometimes I feel a little bit cut off from the people I used to work with and that sort of social dynamic. But on, um, if I just move you, that building over there with four skylights, I don't know if you can see that, uh, that's the pub, which is part of the reason why I have this house. Uh, So on a Monday night... That's where I go. Uh, well, not in the moment. I'm not allowed to. But uh, we go there, and I drink some real ale, and uh, I write, but I also listen. Ah. And sometimes I chat to people. So it, it's a way of it, – it's my excuse for having a, a weekly beer drinking, but it's um, it's a way of uh, connecting with people, chatting with people, reengaging, and also for in terms of work productivity. I mean, for me, I go there, it's a writing sprint. And I know that I'll be extremely productive in that environment. Wow, there we are. Very nice. Yeah. Um, sometimes when I'm stuck on something, changing my environment helps. And, and I don't know really what will happen, yeah. but but something happens and it's different. And maybe it's I see somebody inspire something and uh, 
Do you ever do you ever listen to conversations around you for uh, dialogue that's interesting to work into a story? Yes, although uh, often the things you put in there, you think, well, I can't actually put it in the in the books because no one will believe it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a little local pub, and every now and again, if you listen, you know, some weird stuff comes out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're but right, right. But even if it's not so much a question of, you know, I heard this thing, I repeat it in in the books. It it it's just a little spark. I mean, that's what I find I need just a little push to make you think out of the way that was your natural way of thinking about things. And then from there, I can then extrapolate and go many different directions. Yeah. So so what do you like to read? Okay. Uh, well, I, I read science fiction adventure, I think is probably the thing that I tend to, to, uh, tend to read. Things with big ideas, big characters, big events but uh not always it's, it's anything that makes me think that when i look outside the window that it's you know it happens to be a nice sunny day today but it's a little mundane out the window i want to read something that makes me think there's a different way to have the universe and a perhaps a slightly more exciting way to have the universe so whatever makes that work for me it's that difference difference from from the from the world that i experience that's what i i enjoy although having said that i've just recently been reading things that are completely different that aren't science fiction at all uh, and yet in my in my head they sort of expand also my my view of the world because these are um books about politics and philosophy that i've heard about but never read uh but i, I was unwell recently and i thought i would listen to some audiobooks and get my kindle to speak to me with some old classics uh and political philosophy and i thought well why did i never do that earlier i never had gave myself the chance but it just makes me thinking and this is what i like i like to have books that make me think about a different way of conceiving the world so what did you listen to recently I'm an, I'm an Audible subscriber, so I thought I'd better use my Audible credit. I had this thing called The Great Courses, which I hadn't heard of before. They had this uh, a thing about conservatism, as in the branch of political philosophy. And I thought, well, I, I wasn't really sure what it meant. And I, learned, and I didn't know. But there's a lot of very interesting thought that goes in there, and a lot of interesting thought in the criticism of that. So then I moved on to socialism and capitalism, critiques of that. Uh, I read very interesting author called Joseph Schumpeter, who I learned in economics. Creative destruction was his, his favourite phrase, but he, he talks in the 40s about experiences of democracy and socialism and fascism. And he's uh, very interesting to take somebody from a perspective over there who's thinking deeply about these sorts of topics and then applying it to how I see the world today. And then, of course, some how I will see worlds that I create in the future. Wow, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I think the uh, the, the the fact that there's the coronavirus go going on, it's also changed people's patterns and behaviors. And I think there's probably more reading, there's more jogging is what I see out here. <laughs> mm. um, people are, 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 are getting healthier, I hope, uh, despite all the, 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 the economic problems, though. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've 
come back from a run earlier today and I see people out and all saying the same thing. You know, we, we, we kind of keep away from you, but we want to say, hey, it's great. We're out running. It's, right. We never knew the spaces existed. Right, right. Uh, by the way, I'm also disturbed that the sunlight, so much sunlight's coming from your part of the world and then my part of the world, it's turning morning. So I'm trying to figure out how the stretch of light, the band of light is hitting both of our houses. But <laughs> we must be at a, a special time where we both have sunlight. Yes. <laughs> Talk about what you write. So I, I, I'm about to start work on my 20th published novel. And looking back at that, most of those are space opera or perhaps military science fiction. It's definitely the sort of adventure side of things these days. I kind of started off with uh, political philosophy, I guess, uh, which is interesting to what I've just been been reading. But it's, it's where my, my audience is at the moment, and I write adventure science fiction and I, I really enjoy doing so although I, I do make the effort to uh, well it's not an effort I enjoy uh, I will write uh, short stories um, every year and I always do at least one thing that I don't have a commercial reason for doing it I do it because I want to write something different or I want to help somebody out with an anthology or something so there's a lot more variety with such things more sort of speculation and deep science and big big time and all sorts of things are you publishing short fictions in some magazines or something? I have been, although not in uh, any particularly famous ones. It does tend to be in anthologies. Uh, so I've had a, a few recently, and they, they're very variable in terms of how uh, much attention they get and how much they sell. But uh, they they can be, uh, particularly get a few big names in them, they can sell a lot which is also useful because you know i need to pay the mortgage but also because it's as a writer you you really want to be read so um you know it can be a little disappointing with some it's a little more hit and miss i think of anthology some of them just fizzle out a little bit uh, and it's a little disappointing for all the people involved but then on the other hand when you've got uh, you've got a team of you know, perhaps 12 authors you're all sort of cheering uh, for this anthology and you will cheer each other on and, and it's very exciting when your team sort of hits a win and uh, and gets a lot of attention For folks who haven't read your work, what other authors would your target reader be reading or movies they're watching that would indicate they would really uh, take a shine to what you write? Well, I really want to say 2000 AD, uh, the comic. I don't think it's particularly well known in America. No, I don't know. Um, uh, Judge Dredd is probably the most famous character. There we are, yeah. I picked up the first edition in uh, 1977 when I was seven. So it's very formative for me. And I realized looking back that, that I never intended to be a writer, but some of the things I'm doing is because of things I, I read in 2000 AD. And within a year, I watched the first Star Wars movie. That was all very, it's sort of, it's been building for, I don't know, a number of decades. And it came out about sort of 15 years ago. And I have to write all these things out. Uh, Star Wars, certainly, I, I think obviously everybody knows Star Wars is a useful sort of touch point. But for me, I like the, the sense of adventure and the, the sense of scale. But also, I, I like the, the idea that it's always been, at least visually, it looks a little bit lived in. It looks like things have happened in the past and they may happen in the future, but they're not happening now. And things go rusty and they break parts break down. And I, I, I do like that sort of lived in feel uh, for a universe. But the things I've been reading recently, I suspect that Galaxy's Edge series is probably my favourite, which is Nick Cole and Jason Ansbach. So if you think, some people, Galaxy's Edge, they think of the new Star Wars theme park, 
they released a not a million miles away from Star Wars actually, but a sort of authentic Star Wars military science fiction, I guess you could call it, and then mixed in with space opera. In fact, I'll come back to that in a second. That they started, they released that just I think weeks before Disney announced Galaxy's Edge. So if you look at all their copyrights, all their trademarks, it's always Star Wars colon Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. It's not Galaxy's Edge because they just got in there in time. Uh-huh. One of the things I like about it, actually, they're both great authors, but it was really two different books that were then stuck together. One was military science fiction. One was much more blasters, pew-pew, spaceships, space opera. And I thought, well, why don't we put them together? And if you look at the first one and the second one, second books in the series, you think, well, actually, that's quite different way of writing because they were actually two different books but then they merged the two and i think this this fusion is actually one of the things that drives it to make make it something a bit special and something i often try and do in my own writing is fuse different different ideas or different sort of styles and then see where it takes you let's uh drill down on that one for a second because i'm not familiar with the fusion so there's two uh two forms that you're merging together the the action adventure that's fairly light-hearted and then the other part that part i didn't get what is this other part Military science fiction. So the oh. the the basic idea was a sort of well, I, I mean, you could see it. I'm not saying that's what the author's idea was, but it, a lot of readers will pick up that it was stormtroopers, but from the stormtroopers' point of view, and it's authentic military science fiction. So it it feels like you know it, it's got a realism to it to, to people perhaps who have have served in the military or understand the military. Which is very different from the laser, what do you call them? The zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> You're not referring to Star Wars, are you? Or are you? Yes. Oh, you are? Okay. Yes. Lightsabers. Lightsabers. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, light, lightsabers this, this isn't a very authentic memory thing. It's just fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and press the button and you're in hyperspace. That's just a, a bit of fun. And, and starfighters and the like. But, uh, yeah. They put the two together, and that that really works. And I think it, it it forces, as I think we said a little bit earlier, it forces you to think about well, how can we make this work? And it just pushes you a little bit harder. And I think sometimes results can really pay off. Huh. So I don't know if you've seen Troopers, which was. Let me think about that. That was Clone Wars. Ah, I'm thinking of Clone Wars, the the animated series. Animated. Yeah. yeah. And that was, uh, I, I enjoyed that because that was from the the Imperial troops uh, perspective and it was more about, well, the war. And uh, it always started out with a, how do I say it, a big a high level strategy of why they had to go somewhere and solve solve some problem or, or attempt to, to do something. And then, and then the adventure starts. Is, is, that, is that kind of the how you see merging um, um, space opera with military SF? It's more about the the battle and why we're doing the battle kind of thing, or? Well, I mean, there are different ways of playing it, but on the cusp between the two, it's uh, I think you need the scale of space opera. You need to have the space opera feel, which for me, it probably has a uh, spaceship on the cover. That's, that's my idea of space opera. Well, I mean, that's one aspect of it anyway, but it also has the the military side of it as, as well. But you can't have, you can't be overriding one or the other. It has to be a blend of the two. However you found sci-fi thoughts, 
be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services. If you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review. Even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. Next episode, more Tim C. Taylor. So, what do you? How do you prepare? Uh, I don't know your background, or or, or if you if you studied into this. How do you prepare to write military uh, SF space opera? Uh, listen and, and learn. Uh, so, I I don't personally have a military background. When when I was a lot younger, I used to love war gaming. So I do the Dungeons and Dragons Traveller, but I would also do Napoleonic miniatures and World War II miniatures, and I read a lot of military history. Uh, so I thought I knew what I was talking about when I started writing military science fiction, and I learned very quickly I didn't. And, and part of the reason I didn't is because people want to enjoy your fiction through the lens of your characters, 